and welcome to the Lore Brewery. I'm Margaret, she, hers, and I'm your brewmaster for this little adventure. And I am joined at the table by some amazing players. Players. Hi, I'm Maeve. She, her. I play Ifo. He, they. And it's just so great to be a part of this. <laughs> it's just so great to be here. <laughs> I'm Cody. They, them. And I'm playing Frankenstein's monster, she, her. Yeah! Also known as Red or Leva. I'm Callan, he, him. I am playing uh, the little rogue Boots, he, him. And I love moral quandaries. <laughs> I'm Lena, she, her, playing Broadus. Also she, her. I'm in a great mood and really enjoying this peaceful retreat that we've all gone on together. And I'm Kai, he, they, she, and I play K, previously known as Nyx, he, him, the fighter who was kind of born yesterday. Well, if that's everyone. Ah! Y'all ready to play some D&D? Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Cody. <laughs> Everyone else can leave. Only Cody wants right. to play D&D. Right. 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 No, no, I need to be here. <laughs> Once upon a time, in a land far, far away, a group of travelers came to the town of Hamlin, where it was discovered that one of their party members stole all the children, including Red. And so, uh, the repercussions of those actions some six months ago come to fruition. The town, terrified of uh, losing children and also desperate to have children again, uh, were so excited to see a little girl uh, traveling through Hamelin. Uh, so excited that, uh, Boots' old friend, Stivali, the Tavaxi uh, con man, uh, was in town trying to take advantage of the fact that the uh, citizens believed Hamlin to be cursed and that no children could be there. And in that whole conversation, Red made a choice to run away, and in the process of running away, she was spotted by a man in the square who seemed to then summon the walking corpses of those drowned in Laboot Lake to come attack Hamlin and potentially get to Red. You all killed the zombies, and a visit from a certain grandmother gave Ifo the information as to where they could find the man who summoned them in the first place, and they found themselves at an old mill retrofitted for experimentation and they also found ruby your old friend ruby oh, <laughs> source of no problems no problems and there was a fight uh that was pretty brutal um that also included the dm forgetting that they had a mirror image up on one of the combatants it's fine when you take a break when you take a break in the middle of combat you forget things and that's how it is um but you eventually slayed or subdued your combatants and had to have the conversation about 
what to do with Ruby, who Red cast Spare the Dying on. And Kay carries Ruby down into the basement of the old mill. Kay, you haven't been down here yet. Several other people have. Um, it is damp and cold um, with a large table set up with straps on it, a, another table full of surgical instruments, and a cage in the corner that Ifo has confirmed has some sort of magical properties, albeit uh, they are not sure of what those magical properties are. Ruby is tied up using uh, grandmother's yarn and is unconscious. As Kay has been carrying Ruby um, ever since he actually went back to the city for a minute, he's been getting colder and colder. And his warm cheeks that have been peeking through have gotten paler and paler. And so as he brings her into this space, he's almost like shedding just little bits of ice crystals as he is freezing the very, very, very damp air and carrying her inside. Very focused, is going to put her in the cell and look for a locking mechanism. Yeah, you uh, find uh, a set of keys on a small hook near the ladder. Um, and it, one of those keys matches the iron of the bars that make up the cell. Cool. Um, and there's clearly a lock on the door of the cell. The door is open currently, and so you were able to put Ruby inside, no problem, but you could lock it. Um, is the, the, the ladder, is there any kind of door on that, or is it just no, a big open hole? it's an open hole to go straight up. From the doorway of the cell, mm -hmm. can... I see the hole. Yes, yes, you can, but uh, you can't see like the floor. Yeah. Uh, so you can only see like the sheer wall that the uh, ladder is leaned against. Okay. To exit the basement. He's gonna lock the door. Is she already blindfolded. Staying inside. Okay, I want to make sure I understand what you are doing. Locking here. himself you, you inside of the cell. Inside the cell. And he wants to throw the keys up the hole. Okay, hold on. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. What? <laughs> no one told him that anything was up with the cell well, other than... I we, I feel yeah, we don't really know. Exactly Iron. Yeah. 22. 22. Oh, you make the save. So you take... 10 points of lightning damage um, as you uh, close the cell door behind you, stick the key into the lock from the exterior, close it, and activate the magic that is on this cell, which uh, you saw uh, Victor um, use electrical magic and... Uh, he cast lightning spells. He cast shocking grasp. It seems like electricity was an aspect of his magic that uh, he used a lot. And this cell, upon your turning the key in the lock, you see runes and glyphs 
a glow and the entire thing is electrified and with your hand through the bars to turn that key you jerk backwards as you take that 10 points of lightning damage did i leave the key in the door or is it in my hand i think it is still in the door because cool. it's an that's awkward kind of, angle yeah. for you to have to pull it out and then so bring it with you don't get to throw it up the hole that's fine well i think uh Veratus would have gotten into that as soon as possible so okay so Veratus, you head down the ladder to find k uh a little little bit smoky hair a bit on end uh standing inside a cell and you can hear that like quiet hum and that smell that ozone of Mm. a lightning strike down here um with ruby leaned up against a stone wall in the cell um still unconscious what what happened the um the um cell has some sort of um Lightning enchantment on it. Um, ah. Ow. Why don't, why don't you have the key? I was going to throw it up the ladder, but. Uh. Ah. I will go and I will take the key out. Sure. Okay. I just thought I shouldn't have it on me. So, is your plan to just die in here with her? No, I was going to try and stop her from uh, getting away again. Maybe the cage will hold her. We'll find out. Maybe. Uh, and then I'm going to keep the key and I'm going to go look for Aitha. Um, While that's happening, Kay walks in and rips his already really fucked up shirt um, and starts to make a blindfold mm-hmm. out of it. Um, Aitha, where are you? I um um I go over to stand next to Red and she looks like that. Yeah. Um and I'm just gonna use press digitation to make a campfire. Um, to make a little flame. Yeah, you use like some of the pieces from the shattered door yeah. to like make a little the thatch that yeah, the I thatch fucked, that up. fucked up and yeah. you make like a little fire. Yeah. And I just um I'm just gonna sit down on the opposite side of it from from red. From where red is standing. And I'm just gonna sit uh cross legged in silence. Veratus, you find Ifo outside next to a little campfire with Red. What does Red look like right now? Her face hasn't changed at all from that sort of cracked appearance and her expression is very hollow and her eyes are fixed on the fire and she's sort of swaying back and forth like she's going to fall over and is trying to keep herself upright. So when Veratis first walks out, she's got this whole cloud of coldness and anger. And uh, she, she walks out focused and keeps that when she looks at Ifo, but then she finally looks at Red and stops walking. And her shoulders slump. I'm going to walk up 
in front of the fire. I feel... What do we do? Ipo just looks to the sky and... They are in winter. And the worse that things got during combat, they got more and more aspects of frostbite mm -hmm. and deepening frostbite. And as you ask them that question of, of what do we do, Ifo looks to the sky and just, the frostbite just spreads and their skin is almost purple now instead of a very pale blue. Uh, and the, frostbite at the tips of the fingers and their ears and their nose is black and spreading up their arms. Uh, I can't think of a solution that everyone will like. And I can't tell you what to do. That, that phrase, I can't tell you what to do, Verata's kind of like, gets this little squirrely sort of look. She's getting a little more aware of her, um, Inability to make a decision to save her fucking life. <laughs> what do you want? I don't... I want her to not be able to... to hurt me anymore. Or anyone. But then Veratis looks at Red. Get a little bit closer to her and crouch down. I'm sorry today was so bad. Sorry you had to see what you saw. And just give her a little, give her hair a little toss. Mm. I think the moment your hand touches her, she starts to fall. Whatever strength was keeping her upright is, it just vanishes. Oh, she would try to like scoop her then instead of getting out then. Hey, hey, hey. Most important thing is you get to rest for a little while. And then we'll worry about anything else. I'll just pet her hair for a second. Look at IFO. They're crying. It's silent, but there's ice running down their face. I think maybe you should hold her. Ifo's legs come up to their chest, and the the tears are now solid, like rivers down their face. I'm too cold. Uh, can I see Boots if I'm looking around? No, he's inside, boots right? Inside. Yeah, Boots, boots stayed kind of quiet and still and just sort of went inside and quietly started looking through the journals. But he's there. Veratis cannot bring herself to put this little girl on the damp grass. So she's just going to, like, wrap her cloak around Red and keep holding her for right now and just kind of sit with her. Boots. I love that you are the person who always goes through my horrible little places. <laughs> I'm the only one proficient in investigation. Sure are. Um, go ahead and roll me an investigation check. 
I will give you advantage on this because you are taking your time. But that is a 16 total. Okay. Um, Boots, you start going through bookshelves. You find a lot of the books immediately are literally like research material stuff that had been taken from libraries and like it's clearly like written and published works um a lot of it on one necromancy um uh, evocation magic some even like uh divine magic stuff research um but it's a, a huge variety of basically textbooks and uh, research materials and uh, published papers and all that stuff. But you're able to just start digging and you start finding journals similar to the one that you found on Victor's body. And so you start digging through all this stuff. Um, and in that process, and you're sort of like, at this point, you're sort of like collecting and uh, going through and being like, okay, I think this, like, this one looks like the oldest. So like, I want the kind of chronological and like, see what I can do to figure out what the fuck is going on here, what this guy was trying to do. Because you have the information that it seems like he was trying to halt life, stop the aging process. But as to like, why, who's to say? Um and as you're kind of digging through, you find a couple of, like, just, like, things in, like, a desk and, uh, like, randomly placed on a bookshelf, like, sort of, like, I'm going to put this here right now and I'm going to deal with it later and then did not deal with it later. Sort of absent-minded professor style. Um, so you find three potions, um, two of which are glowing and red and bubbly, another one that is... Uh, white and has like condensation on it it's very uh cold to the touch and then you also find a um a bottle that appears to be empty but is stopped uh and despite the fact that it seems to be full of air it is weighty in a way that implies that there is something in it and you start reading and it takes a while because some of your guesses about chronological order were incorrect. And uh, this process is going to take some time. But the first things that you start to glean as you start to put this story together is that when Victor Stronghold was a little boy, he went on a magical adventure to Never Never Land, the summer court the Isle of the Summer King, the Pan. And it was amazing. They swam in the sea and played on the beaches. They ran through the jungles. They were always playing games and having a wonderful time, him and the other lost boys. And the Pan, who was Sometimes uh, difficult, sometimes a bit of a tyrant, but uh, always up for a fun game. And off the coast of the island, uh, there was a pirate ship run by a Captain Hook, who 
had no hand, bitten off by a crocodile, and all the children were afraid of Captain Hook and the pirates who would come and attack them, who would sail the waters. And Victor felt the same. Until one day, one of the lost boys didn't want to play the same games anymore. He started getting a little bit too mature. And so the pan gathered all the lost boys and they participated in a ritual that the others were familiar with, but Victor was not. In which he forced the lost boy into the water and if he made it to the ship, he got to live. And Victor realized that all of the pirates on that ship were the lost boys who made it. We'll come back with more stuff that you get from your research. But first, <clears throat> um, outside where uh, Veratus, Ifo, and Red all sit next to the fire. You can hear footsteps coming, uh, heavy footsteps, rhythmic running, um, and you realize that whatever is coming towards you is a rather large creature. Um, <laughs> Um, and down the uh, quiet street that the mill is on that dead ends in the riverbank uh, comes a giant boar uh, with a white spot on her forehead uh, carrying a, a human man uh, with a quarterstaff. And she sort of like is clearly has been like snuffling the ground and has like dirt on her nose and everything and she slides to a stop in front of the three of you as Gottfried uh clambers down he's like where where's Kay what he, they he he he's all called right. me he's alive he's oh he's um doing something foolish he's he locked himself in a in a cell with a very dangerous unconscious tiefling woman Boots pokes his head out. He did what? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what he did down there. Here, and I'm going to give Godfrey the key. This is the key to the cell. Uh, uh, where, where? Go in, and there's a hole, and you go down the ladder, down the hole, into a very horrible room full of scary things, and that's where he is. Great. Yep. Nice to see you. Right, okay. <laughs> and just walks past Give the Bess three of you. Um, Bess stays outside because um, she can't fit through the doorway. <laughs> She's a very big girl. <laughs> um, and uh, Boots, you see as Gottfried walks past you and pretty immediately, it's not a very big room, finds the hole to the basement and clambers down the ladder. Gottfried, uh, um, I... I don't know how to say this. Did we tell you about Ruby and and what happened with her and Ruby stuff? Is, Ruby is the one that you hate, which... Yeah. We have her captured down the stairs. We didn't kill her, and now we don't know what to do because we don't want to... It's weird. It's 
it's different when you're in battle and they're attacking you and it's different because now she's tied up and unconscious and, and we don't know what to do. So just so you're um, uh, aware of the situation and that's why Kay is watching her right now in case she wakes up. Right. Oh. All right. Yeah, sorry about um, everything. Uh, Gottfried climbs down the ladder and uh, Kay, you see him come down into the basement and immediately come over to the cell. Careful. Um, bars are magic. What kind of, what are we, what kind uh, of? They shocked me. Okay. Uh, hi. Hi. Are you all, you, you, I can't respond, I don't think, when you talk to me oh, yes. with the ice crystal. I'm um, sorry about that. No, but are you all right? You sounded really. No. <laughs> I'm... He is covered in blood, first of all. <laughs> Um, just fully caked in blood, um, and his hands are shaking, and he is probably the coldest that he's looked since you guys have been able to see his face as it actually is in general. Um, they were going to kill her like this, and he motions to her bound. Right, and you, uh, you want to be a good person. I have to try. Okay, you already are a good person. You don't have to. I am not Gottfried. I have done some very bad things. He, like, clearly very badly wants to reach through the bars and is it is taking all of his like physical willpower not to be like no no <laughs> come here uh and it's just like he's so close you can like see the static electricity starting to go and that like hum gets louder but he's like holding himself off from uh, actually reaching out i understand that you've done stuff that you aren't proud of while you were under her control I get it I don't know how to convince you that that wasn't your fault but it wasn't it, it feels like it was it was my hands I can still do the things that killed all those people I'm not saying that Y'all should um, kill an unconscious woman, no matter how much you um, all seem to really dislike her. Uh, I don't think that that's great, but um, sometimes good people do bad things. At least I hope so, because I've, I've done some bad things. I find that very hard to believe. Yeah, well, you were gone for kind of a long time. And, um, I, I almost don't want to tell you because I want you to keep having this image of me in your head of the person that you want me to be, the person that you 
believe that I am. And I'm gonna try, but Kay, you were gone and I was looking for you. And I was desperate. And so I did things out of desperation trying to get to you and people got hurt and so I think that if you can believe that I'm a good person I also think that you can believe that you're a good person and that the people that you're traveling with are well, maybe not. I can't speak for IFO. That seems like a really fucked up situation. Um, but it seems like everyone's trying to be good people. And I think maybe that's all that can do is try. I wanted to run. <laughs> IFO started talking about Faye things and I just wanted to run and then I remembered that I wanted to be the person that you see in me I want to get to know who we are again and I want to deserve that alright I think you might have to get used to Faye things, okay? Maybe not today. No, I get that. I get it. It's, um, it's not all bad. But I get why you think that it is. I'm so tired. Yeah. How, how about, um, I can, I can sit here. No, it's okay. No, I'll sit here and uh, you can, you can rest a little bit and I'll keep an eye on her. And as close as you can get to the bars <laughs> without triggering the electric response, uh, Kay sits on the floor of the cell um, and just closes his eyes for a minute. <laughs> Um, what's going on outside? How's everyone doing? Paradis <laughs> is starting to get antsy about holding Red. She's she knows that that it's likely that Ruby could wake up soon. So, um, and she's she sees that Ifo is not doing great. So she's just gonna like wrap Red, take her cloak off, so she can kind of bundle Red up in it and help her get comfy. Um, but as soon as like. She's kind of taking care of that. She kind of quick walks in to the building. Bess is outside. You could lean her up against Bess, who's a big, warm creature. Aww. Who will protect. Maybe, yeah. Maybe I can, if I, if I go like Bess, does she, yeah, does she Bess pay attention? Right there. Because, you know, she's a big, smart girl. I'm going to indicate the little girl. I'm going to go like rub my arms like cold <laughs> and oh and just kind of like you know uh try to use dog language to be like hello 
you're going to cuddle this little kid, yes? Make an animal handling check. Yeah! <laughs> you went about this in the funniest possible way. I don't give a shit what I roll on this. Anything will be good. I do have speak with animals You as well, sure fucking I'm... do, friend. But you didn't use but it. But I didn't That's use it. Great. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing that you haven't done. Uh, that's a 14, my friend. Okay. Um, <laughs> Bess, Bess does uh, go curl up around Red uh, and, like, be kind of the backrest to Red. Um, I will say that you feel... You feel judgment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, fe- you feel like um, if, if you had cast Speak With Animals, uh, the... The f- words would have been, don't fucking condescend to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, for sure. Um, but she does curl up uh, next to Red and provide some uh, body heat. <laughs> the, the despite the, like, despite the, like, come on, what the fuck? Yeah, the body language <laughs> is clear. That. Yeah. Hog queen. <laughs> she's just, like, Veronica's just, like, gives a little, like, Hat, and she's like, thank you. I'm sorry. Thank you. Just like a bit of a head shake, like disappointed. <laughs> You're better than that. She's, and then she's going to turn to go inside and kind of like trip over her boot a little and then go into the fucking mess. <laughs> yeah. Ifo seeing that uh, Red now has a source of warmth and also protection mm-hmm. in Bess. Um, just slumps into a sideways fetal position on the ground by the fire and closes their eyes and is going to try and long rest. Alright. Boots. So I realized after I rolled a six and an eight on the dice that I actually have a point of DM inspiration oh. from last time. So can I use that to roll again and just see if I get something sure. good, good? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's just Let's just see. It might not work. It is 19 this time. It's a few points better. Okay. Um, you find another red potion buried amongst the books. Oh. And and you you find it as you like are like looking through other notebooks, and this one's dusty and has been stuck back here for who knows how long. Um, and you keep digging through the research, through the journals. And it turns out that Victor Stronghold was a little bit freaked out by the revelation that as the Lost Boys got older and grew up, they uh, were forced off the island to either be eaten by alligators, uh, be shot down by the pan as he flew above them and shot arrows towards the water or become pirates who have to scavenge and take what they can get and fish and desperately try to survive off the coast of a land run by a tyrant king who put them there. And so Victor needed a plan because he didn't want to end up that way. And despite time in the Feywild being strange and unpredictable, he wasn't going to stay a child forever. And so he started to learn magic, started picking it up from the pixies and the Fey, 
started to study. And there were not a lot of study materials on an island run by a child king. Um, but nevertheless, he learned. And when the time came that Victor was no longer a child, and he was to be sent out into the water to fend for himself, he instead made a deal. He begged the Pan to send him back to the Prime Material Plane, to Nemes, where he was from. And in exchange, Victor would continue to learn and would make the Pan a friend who would never grow up. <laughs> I think Veratus, you come inside as um, Boots gets to this point. <laughs> Boots is is pouring over. He's sitting on the floor, surrounded by open notebooks, <laughs> and he he he's got one in his lap, and he closes it gently and puts it down, and just sort of looks out through the door at Red, and then looks up at Baratus. So. Uh, I got this guy's, I got his life story. I know, I know what happened to him and I know, I know what happened to Red. What happened to Red? Victor made her to be a permanent child friend who would never grow up to be gifted to the king of the summer court who steals away children and either kills them or casts them out when they grow up. I see. I, I think that means that Red's never gonna, gonna grow up. I think she's stuck. And I don't, I know Ifo's talked about going home to the Fey Realm. And I know that they want to keep her, but if that was the intention of her, the point of her to be a permanent Fey friend, I want to give her the opportunity to not be that. Varanis is trembling. Her eyes are kind of glassy. She's starting to to fidget with rage. I grew up on a lot of stories of of kids being taken away by the Fae and 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 the forest folk and other kids being left in exchange. And I never thought that hard about it. And I didn't I didn't think it was like this. I didn't realize it was going to be like this. I'm sick of being powerless. I'm sick of being subject to their games. My wife and her people suffered for these crimes. 
And I'm going to grab the nearest bookshelf and I'm going to just smash it onto the ground or table or whatever is within reach. Boots takes a step back, but doesn't, doesn't stop her. Absolutely allows her to have this rage room moment and doesn't try to calm her down. Um, and then uh, she's gonna go over to the hole, to the basement, and uh, just like focus on getting down the ladder because her body is reacting very poorly to this whole situation. Um, get to the bottom of the ladder, turn around, just assess the scene and cast Hunter's Mark on Ruby. Okay. Yeah. And then once that's done, there's like a big relax and leaning back against the the ladder for a second. Gottfried's sitting next to the cell where Kay is inside the cell dozing. And he sort of looks over at you and is like, Hi. Hi. Uh, this one's yours, right? And he points at Ruby. <sighs> yeah. My mess. Looks at Ruby for like an ugly moment too long. You can just tell there's something ugly going on in her mind. Has she moved at all? No. She seems pretty fucked up not as fucked up as the guy on the pavement outside but you know yeah he hurt kids so we hurt him sure reasonable what did she do Rodas makes this like pained face she did a lot of what she was told. She hurt people with her ambition. I don't know what to do with her. Kay will be upset if you kill her. And if Kay's upset, I'm upset. Kay picked a hell of a person to uh, decide to make a stand about. Yeah, but when we were kids, we used to read all these stories. We would play adventure and heroes and all that stuff. And I've had the time to realize that they're stories. And that sometimes the things that the heroes did in those stories were actually pretty fucked up. But I don't think Kay's had the time to do that yet and he's done a lot that bothers him how old were you when this all happened 12 12 it's when he disappeared people thought he drowned in the river found his shoes but you didn't think so? No, I knew. I knew. People didn't believe me. Some people thought I was crazy and, you know, kid loses his best friend, so. But I knew. I knew that he was out there. Aren't you worried that he's 
the Snow Queen is going to be angry and take it out on everything you care about. Yeah, of course I'm fucking worried. <laughs> but you still, you still looked for him. You didn't run. I love him. He's my person. It looks like you're worthy of each other, which is nice. I don't know about that. Trying to be, maybe that's enough. I think sometimes there's points you can't come back from. Okay, we're not talking about Kay and I anymore. That's pretty clear. Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, yeah, maybe there's points of no return, sure. But like, I think that people can change. Kay's sister uh, ended up marrying a girl down the road that when they were kids, they fucking hated each other. They just fought all the time. It, it was, you know, and like girls fight in a way that I don't understand. <laughs> it's like, it's mean. Like when Kay and I would fight, it would just end up being like rolling around in the dirt and hitting each other. But like, they were brutal. And then one day it changed. Passion. Yeah, I guess. But like, I think that we can change the way that we behave. I think we can change the way that we talk to each other. I think that we can be the people that we at least want to try to be, you know? I mean, we're gonna fuck up, obviously. I've done some stuff. I'm sure it seems like you've done some stuff. Um, Ifo's definitely done some stuff. <laughs> uh maybe unforgivable stuff, but also, like, seems to really care about that kid, which I get when you're willing to do really bad things because you care about one person. The first time I ever had to face, really face who I was in a moment of raw truth, I was a coward. And I continued to be. And I probably still am. I'm not a hero. Maybe Kay can be. If Kay wants to be a hero, then who am I to deny him that? Who am I to deny him his um, desire for redemption? He hasn't had the chance to get to try to be the person that he wants to be. What if it's all just foolish? Setting yourself up to be taken advantage of? I mean, I relied on folk myths about true love's kiss being a thing that really works and that I was a person who had true love. Um as like my main driving force for um, a decade. So foolish can sometimes work out. It is kind of crazy that it worked at all. She looks at Ruby again. She'll probably start to stir around soon. 
even though she's in there, even though Kay is in there and we're out here, I'm still... I still think she's a threat. I still think she's... Death. She's just death. And anger. Yeah, but, um... You don't have to be. There's a change in her expression at that. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna keep an eye on her for a little while, just in case she's about to wake up and then, and then I'll think about whether or not I can rest. Boots. I was just gonna say, um, I, I just saw Veratis have a real ragey moment and then storm down the ladder. So, and then not come back and up, then not yeah. Come back up. So I'm gonna wait a second and then go forward as quietly as I can and just listen and see if she is getting ready to Merkle Ruby. I just wanna sneak forward and eavesdrop. Sure, absolutely. Roll a stealth check for me. Um, I'll give you advantage because the two of them are distracted talking to each other. This is like all you're made for. You like almost don't even need to roll. I'm sure it's like yeah, three point. Yeah, Amazing. you easily uh, sneak forward and listen at the edge of the hole that leads down to the basement, and uh, hear that she's having a conversation with Godfrey. Cool. Okay. I'm so glad he's there. Yeah. I breathe a little sigh of relief. Um, do you keep reading? Ugh. If I you look down, you would also see that Veratis has sat next to the, the um, she's right next to the ladder. We're so in the squishy room. See her. Yeah. I'll, I'll glance down and see that, and I'll glance out the door and see that the the two outside are are napping as it's arresting, as it seems, and I'll look at Red again, and I'm going to go, I am going to read more. Okay. Information is power. Yeah, information is power. A lot of the notes, like, you are able to put together this story from context clues and from notes and journals and, uh, like, notes about, like, I only have so much time left to get this child made, basically. And, like, so you're able to start putting it together, but a lot of it is, like, weird arcane stuff which like we all know you don't do magic (laughs) it's a well-established uh fact that boots does not do magic uh so a lot of it's like you're the cool thing about this is that you are able to sort of skip large swaths of these journals because you're like i don't know what that is i don't know what that is i don't know what that is uh because this is all magic shit and so you're able to pretty easily glean the parts that are like oh this is personal stuff this is different and as you're going through it, you're able to pick up that, you know, he has these like travel logs where he's going to these different places and attending these different libraries. And he chooses this abandoned mill in Hamlin because it's a relatively central area. Um, it's near a great source of magic in the Enmage's forest. So it, it's kind of an area that's suffused with it, um, but it's not in the Enmage's Forest, which is uh, ruled by the Seelie and the Summer Court is unseelie. Um, and though Hamlin is a um, kingdom that is uh, allied with the Spring, when you are in mortal areas, mortal territories, uh, you can still kind of be associated with a different court and not uh, face as many problems as you might in the actual woods. Um, 
he chooses this old mill and he sets it up so that the it starts like he has this uh, idea about electricity being utilized to potentially uh, like restart a heart or do and so he's got all of this machinery there that he sets up and makes and he starts looking for subjects and there are notes about children who were alive and the experiments failed and that bothered him so much that he decided to instead turn to children who are already dead and during his travels to various libraries and universities to try and figure out more information because every once in a while an emissary from the pan would show up and be like hey where's the kid clock's running out come on um and he'd always beg for more time and talk about how he was close and show them the research and try and get more time and every time he was offered it he was granted this extra time and on a trip to Senwen, which has one of the best universities in Nemes, on a cold, cold winter's night, he found a dead little girl from hypothermia surrounded by burned out matches and perfectly preserved from the cold. So he packed her up and took her with him a little trunk and it was really interesting because she stayed cold and perfect the entire time they traveled and that was his miracle it was his success he brought her back and he was sure she was never gonna grow up did it. Did it. He earned his freedom. He was done. And then she disappeared. As music played through the city streets, she disappeared. That's when his notes get more desperate and strange he can't find another subject like that and instead he starts turning to perhaps there's just a way i can protect myself and he starts experimenting on whatever he has available the majority of the corpses around these parts well they're in the water speaking of the corpses in the water oh no boots you look down at the uh, cut that you received in that fight uh, against the zombies in the square, and you see that it has grown these boils that have been hardened and almost turned into barnacles, and they've spread down your arm. And um, your both your constitution and charisma scores have decreased by three. Huh. The modifier? No, the, or the score. The score. Oof. Okay. Yours have as well. 
My charisma's already garbage. <laughs> we know. If I lower my constitution, it's going to lower my total hit points. Sure does. Yeah. Hey, that's cool. Yeah. Um. Okay. Mm-hmm. You wake up to Gottfried whispering to you through the bars of the cage. Okay. Okay. What? Are you... You're not looking so great. Are you all right? I'm fine. You have gotten a short rest. Yes. I have to do math again because my con is different. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Y'all, my hit point total um, is 24 now. <laughs> You're level 7. Your hit point oh. is... Okay. Like maximum. Because now my con is negative. Oh, yeah. It would be taking him away. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Um, Yikes. He kind of rubs his face and he rubs his face with the hand that's got like barnacles and stuff growing yep. on it now. And he stops and looks at it. Shows it immediately to Godfrey. Um, okay. I think we can pretty easily infer that that's from the fight earlier. It doesn't look like ice. So. Great. So now you are both ice and lake themed? Like. It's very confusing. Yeah. I don't feel good. You don't look so good. I don't mean that in a, like, insulting way. I mean that it, we, you got it. It's fine. Um, I'm, when Boots notices that he's um, getting a little fucked up, yeah. he's going to grab the potions and he's going to run downstairs to Gottfried. Mm. Um, hi. Uh, hello. Yeah, there's something happening to me and yeah, also uh, to Yeah, I'm, to we Kay. noticed. Mm-hmm. Okay, I feel very bad. It's bad. feels bad. Mm. Um, I found these potions. Three of them are red and one of them are white, and I don't know anything about potions. And also, there's a lot of books about magic that I don't understand. Okay. So... You know a little bit about magic. I do. And you can do a little bit of Healy stuff, right? Yeah. Can you help me? If you look through the books with me and look at these potions, do you think you could help us, maybe? Uh, I can I can try. I don't know how I any can. of this works. Okay. I just don't want us to die. No. Fish sin. Interesting jump. You think we're going to die as fish? Shh. Don't wake her up. Don't. Hello. And Kay finally looks back at Ruby. <laughs> Is she still asleep? Um, make an insight check. Also, for the record, I now have a negative two in charisma. I'm even better than ever. (laughs) Oh, God. Insight? Yep. I got three negatives now, baby. Oh, God. (laughs) Didn't affect my insight, but it's still garbage. Uh, Mm. That's an eight. That's an eight. She looks asleep. Cool. Um, I'm gonna, uh, just inch back towards her, remembering that I actually did have a plan coming down mm-hmm. here and sit next to her. Okay. Because things are different if I'm next to her. Okay. That's all. Uh, Gottfried kind of like looks towards Kay, looks at Boots, sees the whole barnacle situation, goes, Yeah, okay. Um, and follows you upstairs. Um, I don't know if this is going to work at all, but I'm going to start showing him some of the parts that I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and But from the pieces that are later on after he starts experimenting with the lake people, mm-hmm. with the lake bodies. Yes, mm-hmm. smart. Um, lake bodies, lake bodies. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm 
going to have Gottfried roll some stuff, and he's going to have advantage because Boots is helping. Okay. Uh, he starts kind of like going through the stuff that you're talking about and you're showing him like, okay, so like this is when it starts being the lake body stuff and we got these from the lake people. So like there must be a connection here. He's like, yeah, okay, sure. And he starts reading through it. And he's like, okay, so um, the lake zombies, for lack of a better term, I guess. Pretty yeah, he, they, uh, they do a, a lot of cold damage, which I think is what that that potion is supposed to be for uh the 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 white, white one. one yeah i think it he he mentions uh having to brew up uh potions to uh become resistant to to cold uh so i think that one uh is one of those um so that's that's one thing and it seems like uh, something that he found is that uh they they carry a, a disease on them uh, that uh, can spread to people that they they hurt. Um, uh, so okay, uh, let me see. He if he figured that out, he must have figured out a way to protect himself from it. Give me give me a second. And he starts uh, sort of like looking through the notes and everything. Um, uh huh. In okay. Um, so. Here's some interesting information. Um, it seems like you might be able to breathe underwater now. What? Uh, According to this. Okay. I don't know if we should test that. Um, oh, I kind of want to, though. I'm curious a little bit. Okay. Downside, though, um, you're quite ill. Uh, I feel bad. Yeah. And also, like, divine injury would probably hurt a lot more. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, it seems like, it seems like the more you rest, you might be able to sort of just, like, beat this on your own. You're saying I could sleep it off? Theoretically, um, it seems like it takes several days, um, and it's not a, it's not a guarantee you might get better, you might get worse. <laughs> uh, the mechanical answer to your concerns are, yes. uh, after... A long rest, you get to make a DC 12 constitution saving. Throw. Right, my constitution, Your constitution is, now negative. is now negative. So you'd have to. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've rolled pretty well. Whatever. And then on a success, you gain one point of constitution, <laughs> one point of charisma. Okay. Um, and when I get them all back, and I'm fine. when you get them all back, you're fine. So you okay. regain all points lost. If you regain all of the points that you have lost to it, uh, then you are fine and you're cured. Um, what happens if I fail? If you fail on a failed saving throw, you take 18 necrotic damage. Oh, good morning. Um, right now, that would kill me. <laughs> Outright. Yeah. So. And if cool. you are reduced to zero hit points by this anything. damage, you cannot regain hit points until the disease is cured. Oh, so um, it would kill, would kill you. Uh, but uh, it can be cured with uh, with a lesser restoration. Cool. Lessy resi. So I can try resting, and then when um, when Red wakes up, I'll see, when Red's done resting, I'll see. I, I've seen her, you know, uncurse and do all sorts of, you know. Yeah, she's a, that's a six-year-old? Yeah. 
actually, um, she was, she's not even from this town, as it turns out. Oh. And I'm going to, I'm just going to relay to him. <laughs> I'm just sort of doing that thing of like, you're a good person and you're sane. I'm going to tell you everything now. <laughs> oh. And so Goffrey just, sort of, just like, sort of sits there. Panicked, dump all of it. She was our neighbor, question mark? Yeah, he's like, uh, that's a lot. So like, what do you do with, what do I do with that? Like what? We can't. She's, yeah, she's a six-year-old, but like, she's been a six-year-old for a while. And we don't know how long. Right. Exactly. And right. She's going to be a six-year-old maybe forever. Oh, boy. Should I tell Ifo? Uh, 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 you know Ifo a lot better than I do. Yeah. It's been perhaps the longest day ever recorded. Um, yes. But uh, I only met all of you this Today. morning? Yeah. 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 And um, so I think that one's up to you. <laughs> no, that's fair. I just, I don't, this is so much. Um, this is so much. Yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, I have some personal reservations about uh, kids going to the Feywild. Um for, you know, reasons. Um, but also, like, if given the two options between the pan and Ifo, at least she seems to... Ifo really cares about her. Yeah. Ifo's not going to toss her out just because of whatever whim. Right. I don't think, anyway. I'm fairly certain. They wouldn't. So it's... It's better. It seems better. Is it great? I can't... I don't, I don't. know. Um, but better. And, like... I mean, I know some stuff about Faye. Um, but, like... Faye may... Have more insider information... On the situation... I think I'm gonna tell them. I'm gonna. They're resting. I'm gonna let them rest, and I'm gonna tell them. Okay. Um. Cool. Anyway, I think we should all. We could all use at least a quick rest. And then I think we all need to talk about what to do with Ruby. Yeah. Um. I don't want her to. She was gonna try to take Red, and I can't let that happen. No. But. Also can't just do that either. So I'm gonna since they're both uh, iPhone and Red are both resting outside, and I'm gonna go keep an eye on them for a little bit. I'm just gonna be there. I'm also gonna rest, but I'm just gonna go physically be there just so we're not sure they're not alone. Yeah. Uh, and I'll, I'm gonna go outside, and I'm gonna um, plop down uh, near Red and iPhone and just lean up against Bess, and I don't know if I'm going to fall asleep so much as just um, have some existential dread, but sure. at least I'm sitting still while yeah. having existential dread. It's a good start. Yep. Um, Kay, you are down in the basement, uh, awake, uh, having had a short rest, but feeling like shit, mm -hmm. like hot garbage. Hot garbage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, freezing cold, wet garbage. Um, and 
Ruby stirs. Uh, immediately, I summon my dagger. Which pops out of the corpse that is outside. Yep. <laughs> Can I say that when uh, the when they first went upstairs, uh, Veronis looked at Kay and went, uh, your boyfriend's a really good guy. I hope she doesn't slit his throat. Kay looks at Veronis. Now with, like, horrible dark veining starting to appear among all of the white. He's having such a bad day. He looks... Not good. Um, just kind of shoots her this very dirty look. Um, and is going to uh, put his hand over the ring that Godfrey gave him. And while holding the dagger at this point, um, use protection from evil and good. Okay. Um, he's not only going to put the dagger at her throat, he's actually going to wake her up the rest of the way with the point of his dagger. Just a little bit in her skin. Just a, just a, tad, just a just little. Just a little bit. Uh, her head starts to move away from the tip of the dagger that you were starting to dig into her skin. And she just says, alright, calm down. And that's where we're going to take a break. I hate her so This episode of Far, Far Away is brought to you by Watson and Rigby. Watson and Rigby are Kai's cats, and they help Kai do the music edit by falling off of trash cans and actively screaming because Kai isn't giving them enough attention. Thanks for being so patient, boys. If you want to give these adorable menaces the love and attention they are so clearly lacking because their parent has to sometimes look at a computer instead of petting them constantly, consider following us on Twitter, Instagram, and now Blue Sky, at Lore Brewery. Would you like to buy the kitties a treat? Leave us a tip at ko-fi.com slash lorebrewery. Kai's going to go play with their cats, and I'm going to let you get back to far, far away. Okay, you sit next to Ruby, trussed up by grandmother's yarn and blindfolded by a piece of your truly, at this point, disgusting shirt. Uh, and as you recognize that she's starting to wake up, you hold your dagger to her throat. And as she comes to, she says, all right, calm down. <laughs> I know you won't believe me when I say this but my goal is for you to live through this experience. All right, seems like we've kind of got the same plan here. But with a lot of caveats. Ooh. What were you intending to do here? Oh, kid, you gotta be more specific. Kay looks over his shoulder at Veronis and Godfrey just like, ha! Ah! Alright, Veronis is gonna get closer. Is there any way out of this situation for you with your patron other than bringing that little girl back to her? Are you asking if me bringing the kid back will get me out of my pact? Because that's what it sounds like you're asking. No, I mean... Are you magically compelled to bring her back, or can you choose not to? Hmm, that's an interesting question, isn't it? Because if I say that I am magically compelled, then you're gonna feel bad for me. I already feel bad for you. Okay. 
What is your deal anyway? Where the fuck did you come from? Make a persuasion check. Ooh. Uh, while the conversation is going on, Kay sends a message to Godfrey. Does not have to say the words out loud. Okay. Just. Uh, what do you say to Godfrey? Tell the others she's awake. Quietly. Okay. <laughs> um. Dirty 20. Okay. Same as you. Probably. I don't know your whole story, but... Came from somewhere shitty. Most do. (laughs) That's how it works. The elite don't get to be elite without everyone else. Is that what you're looking for, elite? You think if you're powerful enough, you'll be safe finally? Doesn't have anything to do with safety. But, yeah, if you're powerful enough. You seem like, uh, you've put a lot of effort into getting out of sticky situations. Makes me wonder if you're running from something. You know a lot about running. That's why I think I can smell it on you. Make an insight check for me. Okay. Probably. I would ask if I could also roll this, but I already know what I will actually get, so it doesn't really matter either way. (laughs) Yeah, despite her situation, which is admittedly not super awesome, like, you know, she's tied up and uh, blindfolded, um, and she knows where she is. She's been in this room before. Um, Despite that, she she isn't afraid of you. Is it just me, or is she seeming pretty fine with the overall situation? I don't think that you rolled high enough to know that. That's fair. Okay. Meanwhile, <laughs> uh, Gottfried steps out of the mill to find three people in various states of rest. <laughs> Just like uh, Ifo sitting, like laying, like curled up in the fetal position on the ground. Uh, Red curled up in a in Veronis's cloak uh, next to Bess, and uh, poor Boots also next to Bess. Boots, were you actually sleeping, or were you just trying to get a short rest? I was just doing a short rest. Okay, I was so just sitting there sitting you're you're the still in the process of a short rest, kind of just sitting there, and he comes out, and he looks at the two, like, sleeping people, vaguely sleeping people, if you can say that about them, and he kind of looks to you, Boots, and goes, um, Ruby's awake? Oh. We didn't have like a group conversation about what to do in the, in this particular scenario. Right. Well, should I come down there? I don't know. You. Okay. I'll. Fo- is she? She's blindfolded. Yeah. Okay. I'll follow you, but I'll just be quiet. Okay, that sounds good. Should we? And he just sort of points at Ifo and Red. Ifo and Red are both incredibly powerful once they've rested, and it doesn't take them very long. Okay. So I think we should just leave them for now, and if shit gets crazy, we can wake them up. Okay, sure. Um, yeah, and you guys head inside. I'll uh, I'll get down there and, and look at Veratus, just sort of questioningly, like, what, what are we doing here? I'm trying to think of reasons to keep her alive. Kay? Yes? I want to thank you for stopping us. I've 
I've been a hero. And I've been the hero that kills. And thank you for reminding me that that's not what I want to be. Okay, a very after he's been very tense and very non-emotional on his face, a small little smile just quirks at the corner of his lips. And I'm gonna just sort of lean and and nudge Veratis. Veratis, we can do this. We can take care of this. We're gonna figure this out, and we're gonna keep the people we care about safe. I can always send her up to the Winter Court. Hmm. Could we give her to Ifo's court? She has attempted to take something from the Snow Queen. Make a deception check. He's lying. You don't belong to the Snow Queen anymore. But she doesn't necessarily know that. Uh, And now you have a negative two. Oh, yeah, now it's bad. But I'm proficient in deception. So what is a plus one? Uh, it's not going to beat her. It's a 15. It's probably one of my best charisma-based roles I've had as a character. Probably, yeah. Um, let's, um, let's, let's roll insight for Ruby. It beats my passive insight. Doesn't seem like I was the one who took something from the Snow Queen. You attacked me. I attacked you today. Yes. But I didn't attack the thing that belonged to the Snow Queen. I just told that guy to be quiet. Why are you so comfortable with dying? Everyone dies. Don't you care about gripping onto any more life? I guess that's really the thing that you care about, huh? That's why you keep running. Well, you go through all this effort to protect yourself in such particular ways. You want to move up, up, up. You need, need life to do that. That means you have goals. But also, it seems like you just don't mind, which means you must hate yourself. Sad. Projecting isn't a good look on you. I look at Kay. We could leave her here to rot. I'm worried the townsfolk would find her and she'd hurt them. That's true. I have other concerns with that plan. Ruby, your patron, we learned, uh, hold on, just outside a game, mm-hmm. we know that her patron is on the outs with the summer court. That's right. been acknowledged. Yes. Okay. Were you or your patron one of the kids that the pan took? I wasn't. Was she? Yeah. So why are you trying to help him? Because she wants to go back. She wants to go back? There? Mm-hmm. She was like me. She if she's a hag now. That's why she wants red. She was a favorite. What do you gain from this relationship besides magic? Make a persuasion check. <sighs> I better roll really fucking well. Yeah. Take a good look. It's a 13 on the die, minus two. Oh, buddy. Oh. You seem like a smart kid. 
want to guess? Power? Sure. Access to the Fey Realm? Sure. Maybe it's revenge? Is that what you want? Revenge on somebody? Here's my question. Why do you all care? I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to understand. Well, I know what I would do were I in your situation, so I suppose I'm just waiting. We have to decide what to do as a group, I think. Which means we need to wait for the others to wake up. I will remain here doing what I've been doing. And he also wordlessly gestures to the cage, like, I can't leave. <laughs> I've locked myself in here. Um, <laughs> question. Mm -hmm. If I look at her mm -hmm. and I think about what, because uh, the, the rest of the group has magic, mm -hmm. and I've seen them when they're at full magic versus when they're at I have nothing left, mm -hmm. sort of visually. Mm -hmm. If I look at her, can I get a read on how exhausted is she? How restful has this being unconscious been for her? Mm -hmm. Is she biding her time to cast a spell? Roll insight. Okay. Hey, my insight's not great, and that's a natural one, which I get to re-roll because true. Well, I'm I have a lucky one. boy. You are a lucky boy. Okay. Bad. <laughs> Still really bad. It's a seven. Oh, wow. You know, you have watched your compatriots uh, work with magic and do magic but the reality is that you haven't spent a lot of time around warlocks like earlier when you were talking to them and you like kind of found out that Zell is a warlock and that she had made some sort of pact or deal you were like oh you can do that yeah that was new uh that was new information for you relatively recently like within the last week uh so you're really not sure yeah i'm i'm, I'm trying to apply non-warlock logic to somebody who's but how long, how long has it been total of her laying in this cell? Um, about three hours. Okay. Oh, wow. And so... Actually, you guys have been talking for a little bit, so, um, going on four. They're going to finish their long rest soon. Okay. I have an idea. Yeah. Come on. Go upstairs. Uh, when we, when we get up, um, I'm gonna, cause I think the door is still open gonna remember that like oh shit we're still waiting for them to be done um but i'll get us a little out of earshot i'd i'd be willing to let her go if she made a deal with ifo that she couldn't hurt us because if she makes a deal with him she has to abide by it oh yeah because you have to Especially someone like her would have to stick to it mm -hmm. if they made a deal specifically about like hurting red. Really, is mm -hmm. the is I think the sticking issue for all of us. Because mm -hmm. clearly we can take her out because we did it already. <laughs> I suppose you're right. The problem is she's really slippery. She is. And so she could get in, get red, get out. So we have to make sure that she can't take red. And we have to make sure that there's something, even if it can be worked around eventually, just something that protects us for a while. I, I don't get a sense that she, she's not acting very scared of us. 
um, which is f fair, I guess, because we chose to not kill her. Um, but also, like, we kind of did almost kill her, and I, I, I guess the threat of that wouldn't be enough to keep her away, though. Because, you know, most of the time, in the normal world, <laughs> when somebody comes at you and you almost kill them and say, don't fucking get in my face again, they don't get in your face again, because you've shown a level of power, right? Right. Uh, I don't know if that's going to work on this. She's crazy. <laughs> I did kind of pick that up. <sighs> Kay's really dug his heels in on this. I, I keep I keep going back and forth. Practically speaking, I don't want her to ever be able to take another kid or take them to that summer court place. Um, and I'm gonna fill Veratis in on the summer court nonsense, the second hey. part of what I read. Um, More dump. Uh, I'm not gonna say it all out loud again because we all did hear it. <laughs> um, but I'm going to fill her in. Again, that, like, upset. Yeah, upset, <laughs> angry. But the the detail of, like, Victor didn't want to kill kids anymore, so he sought out dead kids, which is, like, weird and fucked yeah. up. But actually, like, that's, you know? It's the conscience. That's the thing. There through. is a conscience yeah. there. Anyway. So, I don't... What I'm having a really hard time understanding is, like, her patron went through that, was one of those kids taken... And wants to go back still. What, those kids participated in killing their own. I don't understand. Something fucking wrong with her. Maybe it was all she knew. Yeah. I want to. I want to believe that everyone deserves a chance. Even people who are really far gone. I want to believe that. Um, I just don't feel like I'm in a position to, we're in a position to give her that chance. Don't get me wrong, Kay's ideas of heroism are naive, sad and naive. Because mm -hmm. my experience of heroism is the opposite. My experience of heroism is when you kill and you do the thing and people award you for it. Because that's what happened to me. I've been here and I made the wrong choice. You feel that way? That it was the wrong choice? She nods. In my situation, it was. I don't want to speak for you, or... This is really different, because um, Ruby attacked us first, and I went... And I killed... Um, I... They didn't even do anything. It was just a... It's just a family of trolls. And I killed them. They told stories about me, about Cinderlad and the troll, about me. The brave young man. But I stole from them, and then I killed a girl in front of her father after stealing from them. And I was the hero. So. I don't want to be the hero here. I want to be a good person. Frodis just looks completely at a loss. 
A lot of expressions have passed over her face. <laughs> a face journey. Face journey. Face journey. Whole face journey. No face journey. Is <laughs> and uh, she, she is stuck, speechless for a moment at the crossroads of all these different things that she's been running from. And, and Boots sort of closes his eyes and shakes his head. But this is different. Because she's... She attacked us first. It seems like she's not sorry about it. And she's not sorry about it. And she's not just some person. She's a horrible person. Who's done and will continue to do horrible things. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Ifo and Red, you both finish your long rest. Oh, thank Jesus. Uh, while I was resting, I think I was trying harder than I ever have to remember anything about myself, especially my name. And I think every time I tried, I saw Victor through the flames. Yep. His oh, body, no yes, <laughs> on the other side, uh, broken and twisted and made even more broken by like the moving shadows. And I just can't stop seeing his face. Ifo probably, Ifo wakes up really slowly, um, coming to, and um, I think Ifo probably had a nightmare um, and is waking up from it. And in the nightmare there, uh, they're making their way through the forests at home with all their little friends behind them and they're in their little marching order and they're all playing their favorite group song and then one by one pieces of the melody fall off as they disappear into the shadow of the trees until Ifo turns around and they're alone um, and when Ifo wakes up they immediately look for red um and seeing her still there they probably uh get up and go over to her um and just sort of sit down in front of her to get more on her eye level um hi hi what can i do to make it better so you don't leave again You sorry? Ifo looks down and away because they know what Red's really asking, but Red didn't actually ask it. And Ifo is sitting in that moment of, I can not tell the truth because it's painful. But even though is it, is it lying, even though I wasn't really asked the right question? Like, they're sitting there knowing that this door for their fey bullshit is open. And they promise never to lie to Red. Do I regret doing what I did? Or do I regret what's happened because of it? Both. No. And yes and no. 
Do I know what that means? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> no one actually knows what that means. That was not an answer. I know what it means. I got it. <laughs> the question behind that is, can I insight check that to figure out what it means? Because... Sure. Sure, okay. insight check so you can get the Cliff's notes. <laughs> uh, you ask questions 13. in order, and we're giving answers in an order, right? I kind of want to just give it to you even with 13. IFO's not lying. IFO's trying to save whatever they can. Um, no, IFO does not regret taking the kids. Yes, IFO does regret what has happened to the town because of what they did and does regret how the others treat them now and how you see them because of what they did. But they also don't regret it because everything that has happened has led to them meeting all of these people and been able to to get to this point with you and and protect you a little bit more from things, from threats that they didn't even know were there. I think Red is quiet for a very long time as she just looks into Ifo's face. You need to stop being cruel. And you need to say you're sorry. Yeah, we, we talked about the cruel thing, I remember. Um, who do you think I need to say sorry to? I look back towards Hamlin. Um. But that would be lying. And I can't lie. You're smart. You can do it. And I want to move forward and give Ifo a hug. Oh, if a bigger creature could melt into a smaller one, that's what's happening. <laughs> just, just, they wrap their arms around you and hold you really, really close. I'm sorry I ran. I understand why. <laughs> They're just like crying with you. Not crying, but the voice is very shaky. Yeah, I was Ifo's supplying the tears. <laughs> frosty, frosty tears. Yeah. Leva. I grow still. The, the woman in the light. She's your... Do I understand human relationship family structures? <laughs> um... Would you roll me... Uh, I always challenge you, Margaret. Yeah, as... <laughs> I, Nature? Not quite, because this is about family structures, yeah. not about where babies come from. Right. So, so uh, maybe so history. Family model. Eleven. So hot. Um, you know that different members of a family have different titles, but you but you assume that it's similar to the way that like Faye have yes. different titles. Yes. So yes. like. You you know that in the Seely Court, for example, there's the whole subsect of the godmothers. Yes, they're not actually anyone's like mother, but you also understand that that's gods. a right. You understand that it's a it's a title. Right. Okay. So no. 
the woman in the light, she protects you. My hands grip your clothes a little bit tighter, and I nod. She protected you today. I saw her. She told me where to go. What do you think she would suggest about dealing with Ruby? I screw my eyes shut, and I'm doing everything I can to remember anything about her. Well, wisdom check. Seven. Oh. You've had a long day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, much like Kay, a uh, long day for Leva. Um, and while you feel that your connection to grandmother has been restored, um, and, like, you feel that, like, magic in you now, uh, perhaps the manifestation of her earlier has made it a little bit harder for her to, like, really communicate with you right now. And so it's hard to access those memories. I don't know. That's all right. I just wanted to check. What do you think we should do about Ruby? Because she's not going to stop. I think my eyes flicker back to Victor and I stop breathing. I'm just going to, I'm just going to move him. I'm just going to move him. And I was going to go over and, um, how close is the body to the lake? Uh, you're not really next to the lake, you're next to the river. Oh. So right. the, the the river comes from the lake, but oh. you're not, like, right next to the entrance oh. to well, the... Oh, Winona. Yeah. Okay. So, um, no, but you are literally... Watermelon. You're, like, 25 feet from the river. Cool. Um, I'm gonna pick up... Uh, Victor, uh-huh. and I'm just gonna walk over to the river <laughs> and just like gently sploosh him in. <laughs> um, this is how we get rid of yeah, bodies. Yeah, it's a it's a deeply weird experience because what like it's a dead body, so it's literally dead weight. And then on and you're used to carrying Red, who despite being cold and sort of lifeless, is also like <laughs> alive and a child. Uh, whereas this and he's. So many bones were broken by the being pushed off the roof thing that, like, the legs flop in ways that they shouldn't. And it's just sort of a... it's You successfully do this thing. It's not, like, a great time. It's a long smear of blood. Yeah, you're very yeah. wet now. Uh, just, like, by the river, covered in Victor. Darting Victor around and looking... I'll, I'll kill you. <laughs> um, Just like picking teeth out of your clothes. Okay. You. Okay. Um, but before Ifo turns back to red, they're just gonna press digitate themselves to get rid of Victor and the battle goo and everything else and their own blood that seeped into their clothes and all this stuff. I think the moment that red loses sight of Victor's face. She looks down at the matchbox, pulls out a match, and very quietly asks, Can we reason with her? And I strike the match. 
Oh. Wow. Can you reason with Ruby? Hmm, how do I feel about Ruby? Is Ruby a reasonable person? Well, what is the definition of reason with? Um, I think that the answer that you get back as the match burns down to your fingertips and dies is yes and no. Because to reason with someone like this, who is as Boots called her, crazy. <laughs> um, you have to work with them on their level. You have to reason with them in a way that makes sense to them. I'm going to look. And that may not be reasonable to you or anyone else. I'm going to look at Ifa as they're coming back. We should talk to her. What do you want to say? I want to know what she wants. All right, I think I, I think I know what she wants, but if you want to hear it from her, that's that's all fair and well. You will have to go into the building though and into the basement. Um, or I can just go and ask and then tell you what she says. I think one hand grips the matchbox very, very tightly. And the other hand hesitates, and then reaches up towards Ifo. Ifo takes her hand um, and thinks about carrying her and decides not to. I'm going to start walking for the house. Okay. Ifo follows her lead. We're going to very briefly cut back down to the basement where Kay is sitting in a cell, got freed over by the ladder. Ruby just kind of hanging. <laughs> She's just like, so like, what's up? What's your deal? How'd you do it? Do what? Well, you know, you're such a ice boy. People don't usually get out of shit like that. There's something remarkable, and he looks up at Godfrey about the power of love. Oh, gross. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> I hate her. <laughs> she just sort of like goes quiet and continues laying there. She sucks. Okay, with her disgust, smiles more at Godfrey. <laughs> Godfrey's just like obviously like deeply in love with you. It's like yeah. it's very sad, honestly, how like he's just like totally whipped. Uh <laughs> Mutual. It's really bad. <laughs> oh god! And he's like, he just sort of like nods and looks at you and like, yeah, no, power of love. It worked. It works. <laughs> it works. Um. Uh, Ivo and Red or Leva. You walk into the mill, where Veratis and Boots are uh, standing in. The aftermath of, like, like a bookshelf's been knocked over at some point, and there's papers fucking everywhere. <laughs> Body sludge. Yeah, the, the, the uh, amalgamation uh, is still kind of just laying on the floor. 
Karatis is not having a good poker face about seeing Red after what she knows. She's just very wide-eyed and not covering super well. Red, I think you should know that um, the man who lived here, I read his journals and I learned a lot about where you're from and what he did and why he did it. Is it okay if I tell Ifo? Ifo's eyeballs just like narrow. His eyes narrow. I look up at Ifo and then back to Boots and then nod. Okay. I will go up to Ifo and reach up and actually take their hand. Oh. And look that look at them and say, I before you go talk to her, I'm gonna tell you a really sad story. And I'm gonna lay out the again. I've done a lot of telling this. <laughs> Powerful lord up. You're gonna have to do it at least one more time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I've done a lot of this, but I, I tell you the whole the whole spiel, all the victor, everything. She's from Senwin, yada yada yada. IFO's reactions to the tale span from no reaction to the portion about putting the kids in the water and making them swim to the ship and then shooting at them to mild uh, distaste. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you bring up specifically Victor's like story and Victor's coming through it and deciding to learn magic and all that, Ifo's interest over Victor's deal when you bring that up and that kind of thing is is you you have their attention very very much wrapped but nothing you say really surprises them and doesn't give get you a Veratus shocked there's no anger just distaste and extreme interest in Victor's whole uh, deal with the with the summer court king what he experimenting on children there's distaste in that um it's a waste and (laughs) what are we gonna do with you (laughs) um and and uh how it all relates to red is where you get like the height of interest interest. anyway i just thought everyone should be up on what happened and 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 uh Potentially why Ruby's here and stuff before you go talk to her so you have all the information Why would Victor work with Ruby? When Ruby's patron wants I asked Ruby. I asked Ruby why because her patron so her patron was one of the kids taken clearly and uh, She wants to go back anyway right Uh, So I think that maybe Ruby was um because a few times uh, in his journals, it talks about some kind of emissary from the summer court coming to check on his progress. I'm wondering if she was in the area, so she came to check up on him because she's affiliated. Hmm. But uh, she didn't. She didn't give a clear answer. She's being, you know, slippery. Yeah. Very fae-like. And Ifo's eyes just like slit to Veronis and slip back. <laughs> I mean, narrow eyes. <laughs> Stink face. This is our relationship. 
do I fully understand the implications of that story? Um, roll to understand the implications of that story. Roll just straight wisdom. Nine. Um, I think that you, you understand that, like, this guy, uh, was working for the king of the summer court, who's the pan. And you understand that the pan wants a friend who's going to be a child forever so that he can have his forever friend. Uh, and you were a result of that attempt. I don't know if you fully understand that this means that you will never grow up. But I understand that there is a fae out there who I was intended for. Sure. Okay. Um, what check can I make for IFO to... I don't need to make a check. Never mind. I got it. Okay. I'm going to live in my own bastard reality. All right. I, I don't need to make a check to figure out whose claim is more uh, solidified. It's mine. Right. I agree with that, and I hate you for it. No, I don't need to ask. I already know. Okay. I'm going to squeeze IFO's hand... And then look around and then see the ladder to the basement. Um, Red, before we go down, can you just, can you promise me that you won't go near the bars? Just stay further back. I need to talk to her. We can definitely be in the room. I just don't want you going near the bars. Is that all right? Maybe. You're as bad as me now. All right, let's go. <sighs> Red, they're, they're dangerous. They've got magic on them. It'll it'll hurt you. It might hurt you a lot. So you got to be careful. The, the bars have the magic? Bars, yeah. Oh, is it like oh, ouchy painful? Yeah, I haven't Kay, been there. Kay hurt himself on the bars when he was being really smart about locking himself in there. That makes sense. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Your arm looks really nasty. Oh, yeah, uh, I have a really bad fish disease now. Because I was, uh, Gottfried said that I can either try to sleep it off, which might work, or I can uh, maybe be able to magic it away, maybe. While he's saying this, there's a light that flickers behind my eyes, and I drop Ifo's hand and reach out and touch Boots. And Reach out and touch boots. Boop them yep. on the nose. They're the same height. <laughs> Actually, yeah, they're slightly same. taller than boots. And as, Smaller. as I do, my hand glows this bright white, and where it touches you, you feel this soothing, comforting warmth just rush through your body as I cast Lesser Restoration. Oh. Does it work? Sure does. As the warmth spreads through and the light spreads through my hand, the blisters and the barnacles grow white and almost these drops and globules of light just fall off of your arm like water and pool on the floor and then vanish and your arm is normal. Oh, you also feel a lot better. 
I, thank you so much. Uh, that was a uncomfortable experience. I did not like having a fish disease. Thank you. It was an uncomfortable smell. Okay. I. All right. Uh, Kay has it too. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, your charisma and constitution return to normal. Yay! Uh, which means points. that you have hit points again. Yeah. More than none. Like a sneeze would have killed you. Yeah, oh, yeah maybe. I would have been dead. Um, Ivo takes back Red's hand that she touched to Boots with and just sort of like cleans her little hand with a little bit of precipitation <laughs> just to make sure there's no gunk on it. You got some schmutz on you. Yeah, he just like cleans her little hand. And Ivo... I thought maybe we could, you could uh, have her trade freedom for protection so she couldn't hurt Red or us. Because she would have to abide by a deal if you made it, right? Ifo is still in winter and at Mm. this point has been looking like stable. And when you bring up possibly making a deal with Ruby, you see the winter get slightly deeper again as sadness like seeps back in strongly. Unfortunately, at the end of the day, she's not bound by the same stringent rules and she can lie. But if she makes a a deal that's binding, it's binding in the sense that if she, as I understand it, if she reneges on it, then you'll be in the clear to retaliate. But it's not binding in the sense that she can't lie about it and try to get away anyway. If you get rid of the one who you have a deal with, your deal is gone. Oh, so if she killed you? Well, I mean, I don't really think I can die, but you know, you can do a lot of things to get rid of people. You were doing death saves last guy. Boots has nothing to say to that. He's just sitting there looking extremely dumbfounded at this revelation that, can iPhone not die? I think even Leva looks up at him and just has this odd expression on her face of like, really? Ivo like reads the room because they can read a room. Wait, can I die? I squeeze his hands a little tighter. (sighs) Is that what that was? When everything was... was You mean when you were almost... When you were dying? When I was what? (laughs) I felt... What? (laughs) You were... You were pretty close there. When you went down, you were not in a good shape. Didn't you go unconscious? I wasn't awake, I don't think. Right, so when you take a lot of hits and you stop being awake, the next step is dying. Do you see like the look on his face like when you explain to a child at a funeral that their aunt isn't coming back? Like like the concept of permanence of non-existence is being experienced for the first time. Boots looks deeply uncomfortable. This creature, and they're just like, they take a few steps back. They look down at Red. The impermanence of like, I'm I'm always gonna be here for her. I thought, and like like all this 
just like Fred's presence and looking around at everything and it just becomes a little bit overwhelming. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I felt I didn't realize that this was going to be um new for you. Uh Okay. Okay. Ooh. That's fine. I that's It's okay. You're really cool and strong. It's okay. <laughs> they have to feel good about themselves right now. New things are fun. New things are fun. New things are different. New things are good. It's our new information. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's good to know that because then you can make choices that keep you here. Keep you safe. Alive. Right. Or. Yeah. Okay. Because uh-huh. it's permanent, you know. Death. I will pauses again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> but for mortals, I just might return to... Maybe. Probably not good to test it. I don't want long. to find out yeah. now. I wonder if we could ask somebody. I, uh, yeah, I could. You could okay. Ask your... Well, we'll keep it in mind. I, we don't have to handle it right now. I will definitely be keeping it right at the front of my mind. Okay. Thank you very much for this new information, Boots. I think we should deal with Ruby. Yeah, let's handle Ruby. Let's handle Ruby, please. Booth just takes a second to glance at Veratis, like, well, did we just, what the fuck? That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> just looks like really, uh, just like she's processed a lot. Yeah. And her brain's a little bit fried. Yeah, a little bit like, oh, this is, that actually might explain some things. Okay, you all head down into the basement. Oh, before we go, I'm just gonna I'm gonna be a shit. So we get to the to the opening of the where the the stair goes down, and I'm just gonna like knock with my heel. Knock knock. Godfrey down at the bottom goes, "Who's there?" I'm going down. <laughs> uh, in the interim, Kay has been casting minor illusion to just create a little like ice horse that just weaves between the bars he's fully just like nervous energy and all the things he used to do when he was just sitting by himself he's not sitting there drawing lines anymore so he's like what do i do do?" you're not trying to solve the impossible puzzle so now you don't have to boredom (laughs) gottfried's just hanging out like Yep. yep okay this is what we're doing i guess i forgot i'm not very good at jokes Get down here. Ah! <laughs> the moment my feet touch the floor of the basement, I stop breathing again. I look up at Ifo, and I squeeze their hand, then let go, step up to the bars. I don't touch the bars. Good call. You die instantly. And I sit down on the ground and just look at the floor. So, the whole gang's here. What's up? What happened to your horn? Oh, are we... Okay. If somebody else has got something to say, they can say it. In the meantime, I've been curious. Curiosity killed the cat. I wonder what it did to the dog. Stop being funny. Can't help it. You're not very good at it. Yeah, better than you, though. The deflection makes me wonder. Do I get something from that? What are you looking for? Does this bitch know? 
does this bitch know? Oh, about your bad joke? About your bad joke. Oh, <laughs> roll. Yeah, roll insight. 20, 30. Uh, she was literally doing a callback to the fact that you're not very good at jokes and you tried to do a knock-knock joke. Oh, okay, great. Mm-hmm. Ivo doesn't seem very plussed about that. Very, very <laughs> secure, <Call> Ivo. <laughs> very secure. <laughs> I'm sitting on the floor. Is there, like, dirt and grime, or...? Uh, yeah, it's not, like, clean, and this is, like, a kind of dank... The, the basement is literally, like, at water level. So I can, like, so draw shapes in the dirt. Yeah, totally. I'm going to... Your finger to... is disgusting, mm-hmm. but yes. I'm going to start drawing the unsolvable puzzle that Nyx used to draw. Okay. It's just lines. Just lines. And without looking at Ruby... What do you want? Ooh, interesting question... How about this? I'll tell you what I want if you tell me what you want. Okay. You go first. Mm. I want power. And you know, wouldn't mind getting out of this basement. It's a little gross down here, don't you think? I want you to leave me alone. Mm. And I want caramel. Well, I can't help you with the second one. When she says that, Ivo steps up to Red, pulls out a piece of caramel from their pocket because they took it from the end because there was so gosh dang much, and just hands it slightly to (laughs) Red. Nice. I look up, and with the hand that's covered in grime, I take it. Oh, oh god. god. I feel like, is, you have to like r- rip it from his hands a little bit and he does like go like I'm losing that one. I'm losing that one. <laughs> but it's definitely like, you can't provide caramel? She can't see you. She's blindfolded. Oh, I know. Forgets. And does it anyways. <laughs> She's literally laying on the floor on her back trussed up and blindfolded. She's With talking to the ceiling. Kay notices you do this, though, and just kind of gives you a look, Ifo. Just like, come on. Come on, my guy. Ifo misinterprets, pulls out another piece of caramel. Like, did you want some? Do you put your hand through the bar? Absolutely bars? not. Kay points to the bar with his free hand. Ifo, like, his makes a throwing nasty gesture. fish arm. Uh, Boots reach up, reaches up, and takes the caramel Good. and puts it in his mouth. Like, he's just like, oh. <laughs> Gives him a thumbs up. <laughs> Thank you. Why are you bothering us? Well, I thought that I'd made it pretty clear that your friend Veratus upset my patron. What's a patron? Oh, that's a really good question, kiddo. Uh, you know, when we go to the Feywild, yeah, I'm sure you'll learn all about it. But they the should... dagger gets a little bit closer into her throat. <laughs> Basically, uh, a patron is a person who gives you things in exchange for certain services. And so a service that I'm providing is uh, just this little jaunt to come say hi. Well, you've said hi. I have said hi. 
so you don't have to bother us anymore. The thing is that I don't think that Grandmother Darling would agree with that. Well, she sent me to kill your friend. Haven't done that. And honestly, the whole running into you thing was sort of just a bonus. Your grandmother sounds mean. You know what? She can be. Does she love you? No. She's not a very good grandmother. It's okay, kid. I don't really go to her for love. Do you go anywhere for love? Are you offering? No. <laughs> I just told you how I got free of my curse. Is that what you want? Love? Yeah. Okay, I'm pretty, I know that you're like six years old, but um, I think that we established that I want power. Love can be powerful. That's true. Do you care where your power comes from? What are you implying? It was a question rather than an implication. I think it can be both. Mm. Are you very attached to your unseely connections? Are you offering something? No. I'm just seeing where your interests lie. I feel that I've made my interests abundantly clear. Mm. So that Can would be... Can you stop? Oh, sorry. It's very confusing. Uh. If you were to get a better deal, perhaps. Better options. If I were to get a better deal... And whoever was offering was able to ensure that there wouldn't be some sort of repercussion from my current patron. Be willing to listen. Ifo scowls. Ifo is. I was disgusted. By her, like, lack of loyalty. Ifo's not used to warlocks, is he? Uh, <laughs> is, is just disgusted with Ruby. Why do you want power? Power makes life easier. Can also make it harder. Have we heard all we need to hear? Are or you scared? Of what? Not having power. I know myself. There's never a situation in which I don't at least have something. Ivo very pointedly looks at the group. What do you have right now? Your attention. Oh no! Godfrey stalls the key, right? Mm hmm. Um. The moment that she says she's got Red's attention, um, Kay thanks to Godfrey, uh, go to the outside. 
look and see if someone's coming. I was gonna say I want to do this. The second she says that, I'm like, oh god, she's right. We're all down here, and I just wanna, I just wanna run upstairs and just look out the front door. Yeah. Okay. And look yeah. around and see uh, if there's anyone there. Uh, Boots and Gottfried uh, head up the ladder and out the front door, um, and you start looking around and you notice that there is a movement on the river. It's a boat is approaching from the lake, and you have this moment of fuck. She's right. We, she did have our attention. And then you hear a familiar voice. All aboard! Or, um, hmm. Ahoy! Do you know anything about boats? Look at my boat! And there stands Stivali as this boat starts coming down the river with his leg, with his beautiful boot, like, up on the, uh, Captain like, Captain Morganing it all the way, looking fucking like he's having the greatest time. <laughs> he's like, water. it's time to go, yes? Uh, <laughs> I don't, I mean, maybe? <laughs> what? <laughs> Go where? I, I'm going to Cantronia. It seems like maybe we should... I don't know how long this thing is going to last. And so I've got my gold. And I think that we should maybe uh, just, just get go. moving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Also, maybe find out if anyone knows anything about boats. There's, like, one guy. Okay. Well, you know, we've got the one guy. Um, We're, we're dealing with a little bit of a situation. Oh. Uh, I thought that the situation was... You know, with it. this group, you're gonna learn there's always a situation. I'm gonna turn around and go. Boots, <laughs> you are always with the with the people. And the, we can we not just can we not just go do things? We, why is it always so personal? We can just go. <laughs> I oh, it's it's complicated. I think. Uh, but okay, let me go. Let me let me go tell the group. I'm gonna go back down. Hey guys. So Stavali's here. Why? Uh, he wants to leave, and he brought a... And then Boots is going to stop and look at um, Ruby and realize that he doesn't want to broadcast the full situation. Mm -hmm. Good. <laughs> and say, um, can we all just go up for a second, and we can just chat about what we're going to do, because um, Stavali's here, and he, he wants us all to go. Ifo looks to Red. Still drawing in the dirt. You okay to go upstairs for a minute to have a conversation? I'm not done talking. We could come back down. You could leave her here. We can chat. Ruby, don't be an idiot. I'll be fine. Red. Uh, Red. That's I... not funny. I don't want to leave you because she what, what she wants is you and to take you away and I don't want to um, leave her with you. What if we just left Ruby here? She might get out, but we'd have a head start. It's true. Kay's not talking to you guys. He's Fair. specifically relaying poor information to poor Godfrey. Who is welcome to come down here. He's like sticks his head but like... the point is that he doesn't want to say it in front of Ruby. <laughs> and you guys are all standing around saying things and he's like, I don't want to... And he keeps on like looking up at the, the uh, ladder at Boots and going, look at ladder, go, go away. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Godfrey, poor Godfrey, gets a message from Kay. 
if we knock her out and take the key, it will at least be a while until she can find us again. And you should tell them that. Um, Kay oh. says... He's talking to Boots as Boots climbs up. Oh. Yeah, Boots is going to climb yeah. up. And Kay listen. says that if you knock her out and take the key, it's at least going to be a while before she can get out. Yeah, Boots nods and looks at Kay and nods. Red will we'll come back down, but I really won't leave you alone with her. It's okay. Every time someone says, leave you alone with her, Kay's like, I'm, makes this whole gesture of like, I'm right here. We can, we can, <laughs> we can give her another minute. I'll ask Stavali to wait. You take your time, Red. I'm going to go up and I'll uh, make eye contact with Stavali. And then in Thieves' Cant, which is signed, yeah. so I don't have to say it out loud, yeah. we'll tell him, uh, Ruby's tied up downstairs and uh, we're probably just going to leave her here, but give us a second to resolve this. Okay. Stavali stands there for a second and then signs back at you. Who the fuck is Ruby? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I'm just gonna say back, uh, you know, a horrible lady tried to take Red. Oh, the, the horns? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, she sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I choose to believe that's like one sign in Thieves' Camp. Yeah, we sucks. have a personal sign for this person <laughs> sucks. <laughs> uh, it's just the, the blowjob motion. <laughs> <laughs> um... Evo just like paces across the floor, the heels of their boots just click clacking. <laughs> squish, squish, squish. Yeah, as they go across. Kay looks at Ifo. Ifo looks at Kay. And mouths. What? Ifo just like l- looks at Kay, and then you see them close their eyes, and like their face screws up in this really, really weird way, and around their head, emerges springtime flowers in a crown and it's like they're forcing this they're forcing a feeling mm-hmm. and then as soon as they open their eyes the the flowers wilt and decay and come off their head and Ivo looks decay like do you understand <laughs> Kay sees this and gestures with his free hand and produces from thin air a single flower that matches the ones that just grew from your head and then waves his hand and creates a halo of flowers for you and gives you a little smile trying to be nice I felt looks at this, sees what happens is like, this is beautiful and also, you're a fucking moron <laughs> you beautiful idiot <laughs> you beautiful idiot He's trying to help and, and I feel understands vehemently but also is like I miss Nyx. <laughs> if, if he's taken a while, if he is not coming up, because Veronica thought he was going to come up. No. So if he doesn't come up, she's going to be like, Ivo, come on. Ivo makes eyeball gesture at their eyes, Kay's eyes, to red, to back at Kay. Kay just gives a little thumbs up. Ivo's face turns to steel, and it's threatening. I'm very serious about this. This is not a thumbs up situation. (laughs) He points to Red, gestures to the dagger in his hand that is at Ruby's throat, and then motions again and makes a very small illusion that's basically like a cutout of Ruby getting up from this position and then her head just coming off. Ifo gives a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> and then he walks over to Red and just gestures 
uh, to themselves and then to the stair, uh, to the ladder that they're going to go up and gives her a kiss on the head. And I go up the ladder and I join Veratis. And as soon as I'm up there, I go, I have a bad idea. That's a really good idea. Okay. And I move further away from the hole. It's because I don't want Ruby to hear. Mm-hmm. I can message, um, I can call for help. What would that do? It's face. It's face stuff again. So Kay's not going to like it at all. But do you think it'll work? I think it'll solve our problem, maybe? It's definitely a better shot than leaving the cage locked and then just leaving her so that she can come back for us whenever. It was just a suggestion. It was a terrible plan because she'll come at us in the middle of the night when we're, you're sleeping, I'm resting. It's going to be Rigel all over again and I can't take that again. (laughs) I mean, then try your thing. Shoot your shot. Call your whatever she is to you. Kay's really not going to like it, though. Well, he's got to pick. That's... You know what, Ifo? That's amazing. I'm proud of you. You thought about people's feelings. That's really cool. Well, because it will really affect me negatively if he tries to stab me. Yeah, sure, but you did it anyway. What are the chances this is going to bite us in the ass in some way? It'll probably bite me in the ass, but you guys will be fine. But not us. No, it'll probably just... How badly? Depends how nice she is being. If this has a chance to protect Red, though, is it worth it? Yes. But it might be a protecting her now, only to fail later. But Uh. I can deal with that if I have to. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) my folks going to walk out the front door outside. Okay. (sighs) I'm still not sure what he's going to do. I don't either. I, but he wants so badly to protect Red, I can't imagine he'd endanger her. No. No, I wouldn't endanger her. I'm going to listen at the door. I'm going to follow. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow and listen. Roll stealth. Okay. Dirty 20. Oh, nice. Beats Ifo's passive. Absolutely. Ifo looks around. There's no dandelions here. Is there any kind of flowering plant? If you go over to the riverbed, there's some of that, um... Cat- oh, cat- don't do this to me again. Cattails? I can't eat that. Me want bite? Do you want bite, babe? I can't, I can't eat that. It's going to choke him. I have flavored my spells very specifically, and this is one of them. Right, I will not flavors. back down. But you didn't eat the dandelion. You blew it. Oh, that's so true. I, know. I ate the thistle. Yeah. Yeah, can you crush it up with your hands? Oh, you guys are really smart. Thank you for having my back. Ifa walks over to the riverbank uh-huh. um, and is going to uh, pick one of the cat's tails. Mm-hmm. And is just gonna hold it in front of their mouth, and is going to cast sending mm-hmm. to Titania. Mm-hmm. Trespassing unseedy caught. Uh, she has insulted your name, harmed your forest, your creation. She is in your power, though beyond mine. I beg your aid. And the cat's tail from the bottom to the top just starts to disintegrate into the wind. There do seem to be quite a few trespasses as of late. Perhaps it would be good to make an example. What do you have to offer me? I was gonna cast sending again. Mm-hmm. 
research on how to stop children from aging. Now that's interesting. I'll send someone. I feel that's disappointed. Because they, they know that they've just been taken advantage of. Because it was a favor to her to even call. And so he just looks over at Stivali in the boat. May I suggest, um, I've done a pretty good job here, but, um, they still hate you. Ifo nods, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I am just saying, perhaps I can do you a favor here and give you a ride. Ifo's eyes narrow. What would you want in return? Perhaps a little bit of help in the future? You're gonna have to be specific. I have an old friend who's going to be in Kentronia. And I, um... Sometimes he's hard to get a hold of. I'd like... access, if you can ease the way. You seem a charming gentleman. I am also charming, but not in the same ways. Who is this friend and why does he avoid you? Mm. For if you're so charming, it's hard to imagine anybody would avoid you, Stivali. He avoids me because he knows that he owes me. And you know a thing or two about that, yes. iPhone nods. And who is he, Stivali? He certainly considers himself a great king. Ah. Catronia's mm. king? No. Mm. So a fondy. I will not say either way. There's a great ball to be had. All of the nobles who would like to maintain some kind of relationship with Gendronia will be there. It should be a good time. Margaret Afondi is allied with the Seelie, right? Correct. Autumn. Autumn. What, what does he owe you? Everything that he has. Ah, you made him king, did you? I did. Interesting. What do you want from him? I suppose I do not want anything from him. Simply an acknowledgement. What form do you want that acknowledgement to take? Begging. Huh. Ifo walks inside. <laughs> Your uh, friend hmm? is very difficult. Stavali. Oh yeah, I heard all of that. Right. What? <laughs> yeah, he's standing right by the door. Yeah. Uh, you you turn around and I'll like pop out of where I was hiding. Uh, I followed you hidden to hear your message because I was curious. All right. Anyway, so I also heard uh, with uh, Stavali. I knew he had some beef with the king. I didn't know that he made him king. That's 
makes a lot of, mm, wow, yeah, adds a lot of layers to stuff. I don't think I can get on that boat. You don't think you can uh, do that for him? Make that agreement? Ifo gives Boots such a look like, are you kidding me? Well, I don't know. Your friend is a liar. Yeah. And he wants the king of Afondi to grovel to him and wants me to make that possible. How do you exactly do you think that's going to work out for me? I don't know. Would that have fake consequences? Afondi is allied with the Autumn Court, Seelie Court, my court. Right. Okay. And you can't, and this would be, I guess, considered hostile action. I mean, it's not hostile, but it's definitely inappropriate. It sort of ruins my shot of, like, using Afondi to get home. Oh. And to do it on Kentronia soil? That's just two ways of mucking the river. That king's kind of a, kind of a dick. Afondi? The king of Afondi, yeah. We, yeah. That's kind of why Stavali and I bonded in the first place, is because we both had beef with him. Then there might be a way. <laughs> But I can't, I can't make a deal with Stavali. Well, what if you didn't make a deal with him, but you just tagged along anyway? He said he'd offer me a right as a favor. That means I have to repay the favor. Meanwhile, down in the basement. Oh no! I think once Ifo heads back upstairs, I look up at Ruby. She's still blindfolded. <laughs> yep. I look at Kay and notice the wound, the disease. The creeping yeah. barnacles. And just make note of it. Uh, Kay takes the opportunity since it is quiet. How did you know that my alliance was changed? You didn't fight me before. You were worried about the Political implications. This time, you just stabbed me. How could you not have known that I didn't get permission? Likelihood of you being able to contact her in this period of time? Low. And why would she give a shit about me? You know how the Fae get. They like to keep what is theirs. Sure do. I wonder what kind of consequences there are going to be for you and your love. It's none of your concern. I guess not. Different court. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm allowed to wonder. Of course. If I find out that you did anything other than wonder, we will have a bigger problem. If. I am a decent part of the reason you are still alive. An ounce of gratitude would be nice. Yeah, well, I think that Veratus would already tell you that I'm not very nice. Do you love anyone? Love myself. Have you ever loved anyone else? Hard to love people who don't love you back. I get up. And I walk closer to the cage. Still don't touch it. And I sit down again. And I'm sitting close to Ruby. What are you going to do next? I guess it depends. On what? On what you do next. 
Because if this guy over here decides to stab me, then I guess what I'm doing next is dying. I think back to the story that Boots told. It's not necessarily the end. No. What do you want to do? Ooh, I would love, there's that word again, a long nap in a soft bed and a really good hot meal. Yeah, I think that's steps one and two. And after that? I guess we'll find out. I was going to go back down into the basement. Red, are you, uh, have you had a good conversation? I look up at Kay. Kay shrugs. Are we going now? I think we should, yeah. I stand up. And I walk over to Ifo and I step over the lines that I've drawn in the dirt, but leave them there, and turn to look back at Ruby. The kind of power that you want, that you have, it never lasts. Only love can do that. When it's real. I'm gonna walk over and hold Ifo's hand. I will take her hand and help boost her up out of the, um, over the ladder and stuff. Gottfried? Yeah. Gonna, um, probably need you for util simple utility purpose that I'm not going to get into detail about. Uh, 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 oh, yeah. Boots yes. makes an unlocking <laughs> motion with his hands. <laughs> right. Uh, and he hands you the key. Okay. And I'm just gonna hold it so Kay can see it. Kay gestures with his free hand, kind of a bopping motion. So, Veratis does not know, so the thieves can't. But she points at Kay, and she makes the knocking out motion, and then she points at Ruby and makes a fucking gone motion. Kay shrugs, turns, and tries to knock her out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, roll the hit, and you have advantage because you are, she is pro. On my tiefling bop it, that is a... <laughs> bop it! <laughs> 22 it. to hit. Yeah, buddy, that hits. Small damage. So that is 11. I have two attacks. Okay. Roll your next one at advantage because she's prom. And if she's not unconscious, I intend to action surge. To yeah, continue yeah, the bop yeah, yeah, yeah. Just putting that out there. That's a natural like, 20. Yeah, okay. Roll you, that fucking hits, my guy. 14. Yeah, you uh, successfully bring the uh, hilt of your dagger down against her temple. One, two, and she goes out cold. Um, okay, so uh, Veratis is so enraged at that that she rushes at the bars. Yeah, uh-huh. And grabs them. Oh, okay. God. Yeah, you people are morons. I'm surrounded by she idiots. All right. She's fucking stupid. It's she a five of those. Uh, with a failure that is 17 points of lightning damage. Okay. Whoa. As uh, you grab the bars and you feel that electricity course through your body. Okay. Then she's going to, um, like, hiss and kind of reel back. Um, what are you doing? 
What are you doing? She's unconscious, we can go. And if you had failed? You don't get to make calls like that after stringing us around all this time. You don't just get to do a you stupid thing You think I like have that. been stringing you along? I ought to leave you here. Ivo sees, sees Veratus yelling, hears mm. Veratus yelling, and then the threat of, I will leave you here. And Ifo casts Charm Person on Veratus. Yo! Yo. Wait, wait where, where was this? A save. Where was Wisdom? I for this? Wisdom. Uh, then that is a dirty 20. Yeah, okay, so that makes it. You are not charmed, but the wording of charm person does not mean that you know that Ifo attempted this. Yeah. Um, But you do hear a dog whistle. A really high-pitched dog whistle. Hold on, hold on. on. There's more to it. You need to make a wisdom saving through DC 15. Cool. What is this? This is Beguiling Twist. Whenever you or a creature you can see within 120 feet of you succeeds on a saving throw against being charmed or frightened, you can use a reaction to force a different creature you can see within 120 feet of you to make a wisdom saving throw. If the save fails, the target is charmed or frightened by you, your choice for one minute. I had to beat a 15? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 15. Yeah, Fuck. That's so annoying! It's kind of funny that you both succeeded, though. Yeah. No, it's sort of like, zip, zip, zip. But you, you, you hear a... Um, you hear a high-pitched dog whistle as Ipo just puts two fingers to their tongue. Veratus, you wouldn't leave Kay in a cage. Are you telling me I wouldn't? Or are you asking me? Boots! You better mind your magic. Veratus. Okay, I'm gonna come trotting in and look at Ifo and sense some tension. Ifo just points to the key on the floor. Oh walk down the ladder. I just think you should know, Boots, that uh, Ifo thinks it's fun to try and screw with people. That's always them. been true. No. We're supposed to be on the same team, asshole. Which I think you've kind of forgotten. After we did all this shit for you, listened to you, put ourselves, put Red at risk for you. I was trying. You were trying to make yourself feel better. No, I, I was... She picks up the key and she unlocks the fucking thing and she throws the key into the far corner of the room. Is Veratis storming off up the ladder or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She, everybody right. else has some fucking shit to do. Ivo gives her a wide berth. Gonna, Probably a good idea. Gonna let her go. just storm up a ladder. <laughs> I believe in her. Yeah, I think she, with her current state, can absolutely storm Angry up a tail yeah. flicky. Yeah, yeah. Kay doesn't look at anyone else and just goes to find where the key went. Uh, Boots looks at Ifo. What the fuck? I was gone for like a minute. I don't know. The two of them just started going at it. But why is she mad at you? Oh, she threatened to leave Kay locked up in the cage, which was ridiculous and completely said out of anger. Okay, and? I, I, I tried to charm her. Okay so that she wouldn't do something that she would regret later because she's doing it out of anger now. Do you think maybe Veratis might have some baggage around that type of thing? It wasn't a well-thought-out casting. I will give you that. Okay. I think it wasn't a well-thought-out casting from you, and perhaps it was not a well-thought-out threat from her, and maybe we could all use 
a second. Aratus, as you uh, storm across the uh, open room in the mill, Gottfried grabs your arm. I like s- snarl and and like reaction is to sort of lift hand to strike and then immediately kind of catch my bearings when I realize that I'm looking at him. Don't talk to him like that. If he had been wrong. The consequences could have been a little girl. And he just did it. He woke up this morning. I have to go home because I released the Snow Queen's ward and now my family is in danger because I love him. And he maybe is foolish and wants to be a hero and wants to repay his debts, which I don't even consider to be his debts. But he's trying to do the right fucking thing. And I'm relying on the rest of you to keep him safe while I go deal with the consequences of my actions. That last part really gets to her. And she has trouble with eye contact throughout that conversation and throughout other difficult conversations. Um, And it gets a lot worse after that. She can't look him in the eye after he says that. He was in a prison inside his own brain for a fucking decade, and you just threatened to leave him in a cage in a basement. Yeah, maybe what he did was a little bit dumb. But we've all made dumb choices. You'll feel better when you apologize. And he heads downstairs. He climbs down the ladder and he goes over to Kay and he's like, Hey. He looks for the key. Gottfried has way higher passive perception. Yeah. yeah so he's, <laughs> and just, he's honestly, he's so distraught. Like, he's kind of like looking in circles. Yeah, and no. He's also gross. Yeah, and he just goes in. The whole time. And he's already <laughs> holding the key. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And it just kind of leads you out of the cell. The When the cage is unlocked, it is not electrified. And mm-hmm. so you're easily able to open the door, close the door, lock it again mm-hmm. behind them as uh, Gottfried sort of like puts his hands on Kay's shoulders. I was just trying to help. I know. She knows that too. He goes into his shit. <laughs> he literally like stops midway walking through this horrible mill um, and digs through his bag and finds um, a little knight folded in paper. Will you take this to my family? Yeah. As a premise. Of course. Please get some rest first. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. You need to rest too. I'm very tired. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a really long day. <laughs> yeah. But a good day. Possibly the best day of my life. Man, we fought, like, zombies and shit, so that's, um, kind of insane. 
I look forward to making a better one. Yeah. Really soon. I promise. And he takes Godfrey's hand. Gives it a little kiss. Oh, he just fully pulls you in for a kiss. (laughs) Ivo's been watching. (laughs) They weren't, like, hiding it. No. But, like... At that, I walk over and tug at Kay's shirt. Kay just kind of looks confused. Ifo points to your arm. He holds the horrible barnacly fish arm out to Red. And I reach out and once again my hand glows white and the barnacles and the blisters and the disease just sloughs off. And I look to Gottfried and say, I'll take care of him. Thank you. (laughs) Weird that I trusted small child to do that, but I do. As the spell ends, the shadows around my eyes deepen as that's all my, uh, that's all my second levels. Oh, buddy. I fish out from my pockets a caramel lolly and I just hand it to Kay. (laughs) He takes it. And it holds a hand out to Red. I reach up and I hesitantly take it. Shall we get out of this horrible place? I look back at Ifo, then back to Kay. Are you getting on the boat or? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Boots locked the cage and left, and she's still unconscious, right? Yeah, she's okay. Unconscious. So I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna put the uh, I'm gonna put the key down on the desk upstairs. I don't know what else to fucking do. With Chuck it. it in the river. I don't know what's gonna happen. It's and more fun that way. I sort of look at iPhone like you did a thing and I don't know what that thing's gonna do. I would just like nods towards the desk. Okay, I'll leave it there. Did anyone get the yarn? Oh, is the yarn still on her? Oh, God. Um, Yeah, let's grab the yarn. Do you want the yarn back? Yeah. All right. Let's get the yarn. All right. You call the yarn to you, Red, and it rolls back up into a ball and climbs up the ladder and uh, goes and uh, rolls by your feet. All right, uh, Stavali is still waiting for us on the boat. We should go there and get out of here. I'm not going. What? Godfrey is right. We all have to face the um, consequences of our actions. And I need to do what he is doing. I have to go take care of the people that I love. I've been afraid of it and running away from it. And I haven't been dealing with the guilt and that's not fair to the people that I love and it's not fair to you all because I've been taking my anger at myself out on all of you. So it's time for me to go deal with that. You'll be okay without me. You've got Savali. And Kentronia is a big city. There's nothing there for me. I did my deal. I got Kay out of the woods. I wasn't even Kay yet. And now you are. And I am so happy that you are. And she, like, briefly reaches out and clasps his arm 
kind of respectful, kind of fond. And she thinks a moment, I guess technically my deal was with Nick, so um, now I'm really done. I don't do deals anymore, so thank you. Thank you. I think Boots is just gonna run up and hug her. Um, and then as he pulls away, he's just gonna take her hands and lean in and be like, I really respect what you're doing, but these people are fucking crazy. <laughs> and I'm gonna miss you a lot. <laughs> I'm gonna miss you too. I hope that we can see each other again one day soon. I hope we meet up again. I wanna know all about Angie and how that goes. Yeah. Me too. She glances at Ifo. Ifo just is just looking at her with no emotion. First she matches that, maybe studies him a moment. I think they just share a look of understanding that neither of them have ever really gotten along. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this may be for the best for the both of them. For artists, um... I meant what I said, if you ever need help. Thank you. You already have enough going on. Anyway, I think this one I need to do myself. But hey, if you and Gottfried ever end up on the eastern side, I'll be over there. It is near the Godwig, though, which is unsealy. I feel like that's not really your thing. No. Yeah. But, um... I made a promise, and I will keep it, despite everything. Thanks. And she goes over to Red and crouches down so that you two are on the same level. And she says, I'm sorry that I have to leave so suddenly. I really care about you. I want you to keep that yarn. I hope that it protects you. And you can use it just like you used it on Ruby. That was really great. That was really, really good. If you ever miss me or anything, I hope that you'll hold it and think of me. Because I'll definitely be thinking of you. While she was talking to other people, Red pulled something out from one of her pockets and has been holding it and slowly turning it over in her hands. And she looks at Baratus and opens her hand to reveal three matchsticks. And she hesitantly takes Baratus's hand and presses the matchsticks into them. And looks up at her, because even crouched down, <laughs> very small child. Remember that you're loved. Oh, that hits her hard. Her eyes well up with tears. Thank you, Red. She sets her other hand on Red's, holding her little hand in the matchsticks. I will keep these forever. 
feel lost. Light one. She smiles. Even though it's a sad smile, it's a genuine one. And she nods. And then she pats your hair and fixes your shawl. Stands back up. Sort of looks over everyone. And when she looks at IFO, her expression shifts from the I'll miss you look she was giving everybody else to something closed off and cautious. I'll see you guys around. And she heads out the front door. And Veratus sees Stavali standing on the deck of the ship waiting for everyone but she turns away from the river and heads back into town towards the Edmagus forest because that is the easiest way to get where she needs to go and the rest of you stand in the mill processing the fact that Veratus has left until finally you start to head outside where Tabaxi Con Man is waiting for you. Stavali, I can't take your offer. Can I come on the boat anyways? Mm. Otherwise we are keeping boots. Well, I mean I don't own boots. Boots can do whatever boots wants. How about this? Um I wanna go on the boat. Cool. <laughs> I love this. Uh perhaps you can pay your passage then. With um, do you know anything about boats? There's only this one guy. Do I know anything about boats? I don't know. Do you fucking know anything about boats? God, do I know anything about boats? Probably not. I mean, I've just been crazy. fishing, like, yeah. done, like, fishing sports. <laughs> water sports. I've just done oh, water yikes. sports. Don't, don't say, say that. that. Maeve, don't that's say not that what that means. Maeve, no, <laughs> don't. No. We're going to talk about this later. That's not what that means. <laughs> just, just cut it. Just no, cut this no, part. Cut this part. No, cut this part. What is water sports? <laughs> Oh, we can't have later. this on the podcast. Later. What does it mean? It's not fishing and not skiing. And skiing is on the Water skiing, you dumb fuck. Okay, 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 okay. I'm actually with you on this one. I don't know. Thank you! Okay, what the fuck? Later, later. What do I call it then, you Dipshits. He's gone swimming. Ivo's gone swimming. Ivo's gone fishing. Fay so, water skiing. So Ivo knows something about a boat, I guess. Yeah, I know some things about boats. I've been on them before. All right. Ivo well, looks around to the others like, that was easy. <laughs> well, we'll give it a shot. We're smart. It's fine. We can figure it out. How hard can it be? Yeah, how hard can it be? And you all get on a boat? Kay is the last to get off of the shore. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we need to leave them for their romantic goodbye. Yes. As I pass Stavali getting on the boat, I turn to him and say, Thank you. You're welcome. I'm sorry about earlier. Oh, when you, like, hit me with your weird little, like, fairy things... Ifo looks, like, very confused. I, <laughs> like, I never hit you. <laughs> I pull my shawl a little bit 
tighter and just nod. Okay. Please do not do it again because it actually hurt quite a bit. You have other fairies? Stavali, did you get beat up by a little kid? First of all, I think that we have all we all know and have established that this child is not normal. And so I don't feel any shame in this whatsoever because I am pretty sure she could easily beat you up. Oh, so yeah. she could straight up kill me. Yeah, so I don't I don't feel bad about this and there is no shame. Um insight check. Okay. <laughs> yeah, is there any shame? shame? Twenty-two. There's a little shame. <laughs> Ivo just makes eye contact with boots and just like the cro- like makes little crow's feet around Ifo's eyes and just like the little crinkle smile like. Mm-hmm. God, you're the worst. Um. Okay, you get your romantic goodbye, Alfred. With the sun rising behind yeah. us, the giant boar. Uh, Best, who is in the middle of it. Oh, absolutely. Just fully doesn't recognize that this might be a nice private moment and has fully joined. She's a good girl. <laughs> um, and while it takes a very long time, uh, he does a promise that he's going to try and be safe. Um, it's a lot of the same thing over and over again, ending with a big, beautiful, romantic sunrise lit kiss. Yes, because I'm holding up to the boat at this point. Yeah, Eiffel has their elbows on the edge of the boat and their palms splayed under their chin and is just watching. I'm watching Eiffel. I will see you soon. Yes, very soon. Okay. I love you. I love you. Good luck. Good luck to you. This is going to be... They're kind of a handful. It's okay, so are you. And he looks to Bess and kind of pats her on the head. I literally, I literally like, ten years I spent looking for this guy, and this is the thanks I get. I can give you more thanks later. Okay. Mm-hmm. Goes and gets on the boat. And uh, the captain pulls the gangplank up, and it starts cruising down the river. And Gottfried stands on the shore with Bess, watching you all leave, and stands there until you are completely out of sight. Red, I can't think of a good way to say sorry, other than to change my name. Do you think that would be enough? I don't know, but we can come back here when you're ready. Hmm. And Ifo just looks out at the water, and I think a different name is in order then. Thanks for listening to the Lore Brewery. We'll be back real soon, but in the meantime, please, don't eat the dice. Oh, you know what I love? Was that okay? Far, Far Away is a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition homebrew game created and dungeon mastered by Margaret Borchert. This episode was edited by Callan Kurchiski and Margaret Borchert. I, I do a lot. <laughs> music edit by Kai Kagawa, featuring original music by Cody Wallace, with additional music provided by Artless.io. 
check out our episode description for a full list of the music used in this episode. Thanks for listening, y'all. Remember, we update the first and third Sunday of the month, so chapter 14 will arrive September 3rd. But one more thing. Varadis stands on the edge of the field that separates Hamlin from the Enmagus Forest. The trees loom ahead of her, and it feels like it was so long ago that she and the others trudged out of the woods, even though it was only yesterday. She takes a deep breath and steps into the shadow of the trees, and for the first time in a long time, the big bad wolf makes her way home.